Hello and welcome to part two of the A Trip to Haddonfield finale. Hopefully you enjoyed the first half with Joey Gentili talking about the almost sequel to Halloween. But now we are going to jump into part two, which is my conversation with the ever lovely, ever delightful queen of the spooky, Miss Halloween herself, Devin Ray. We have gone on such a long journey over the past month, and I'm so sad to see it come to a close, but we had a great time filming this last entry. I think you're all going to love it. We had such a fun time. And so now, just in time for Halloween, here is the series finale of A Trip to Haddonfield. Hello, and welcome to the final episode of A Trip to Haddonfield. Today we'll be covering the last entry so far in the Halloween franchise, which was David Gordon, David Gordon Green's 2018 reboot It's called Halloween. I am joined one last time by Devin Ray. We have reached our destination, and I am happy to be here. What a journey. <laughs> what a journey. We're back, baby. Uh, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. This 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 was a good this time. This was a good time. I I saw this actually in the theater, and had a. I don't know why I didn't. I, I don't know. You're like Miss Spooky. I am Miss Spooky. I, there must have been something going maybe on. Maybe you were maybe you were hesitant to to give it a, a, a chance because it looked potentially like uh oh. Well, after a series of unfortunate <laughs> yeah. events, which is the series that came before, <laughs> I think I was like. I'm good. Yeah, I think for whatever reason, <laughs> the fact that Jamie Lee Curtis agreed to come back again made me go, hmm, this must... It's gotta be yeah, something. It must be at least not awful because the fact that she said yes again, like this must have been something. Um, but I, right. I, yeah, I enjoyed this one. I had a fun time. I thought it was actually like really... It was the first movie in a long time in this franchise that actually seemed like it had something to say about actual mm-hmm. um, issues and actual intelligent mm-hmm. things. Uh, not just, but what did Michael go through in his childhood home? Like, you know. What is what is Michael like? Right. And it took away, it, it of course retconned everything that wasn't the original film. So we kind of got to trim all of the ugly fat off of the franchise and kind of just recenter oh, yeah. it in a very satisfying way. <laughs> Where? Oh yeah, right out the gate. They're like yeah, no. All, all of that did not they happen. Make a point of having Don't even throw away darling. Oh, isn't he your grandma's brother? Oh no, someone just said that once as a joke. Cuz they thought it was it's funny or like yeah. <laughs> like that shade. And they just went with it and I was like, "Ooh." That shade. They they came for you Halloween that shade, too. <laughs> that shade, shade bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this also starred original actors of the franchise, Jamie Lee Curtis and Nick Castle, coming back as Laurie Strode and Michael Myers, which I did think was yeah. I mean, the original Michael Myers comeback just felt really awesome. I mean, he wasn't, I mean, spoiler yeah. alert, he's not the one doing all the stunts because, you know, give him a break. No. But he was always maskless Michael. So this one follows a post-traumatic Laurie Strode who prepares to face Michael Myers in a final showdown on Halloween night, 40 years after she survived his killing spree. She is currently estranged from her lovely daughter, played by Judy Greer, who I'm always happy to see in any Judy Greer! 
her. Uh, and her young granddaughter, who is around the same age she was in the original Halloween. Did you like this um, setup plot-wise? Did it feel too, like, too by the numbers? Or did you kind of like the simplicity of it? What were your thoughts? No, no, I love the simplicity of it um, because it makes you really like you have this kind of dramatic irony kind of thing going the whole time where you're like, no, Lori, that's crazy. That's a crazy way to live for four decades. But then she's not crazy. So you know that she's not crazy because there's more movie to be had, Um, which I think, you know, you know, in an alternate universe, it would be a really interesting psychological kind of thriller drama if he never showed up um and it's just you know she's living out the rest of her days in absolute fear and what does that mean and that sort of thing those complex questions when it's all about Um, like inherited trauma with like the daughter and the granddaughter and apparently that was mm -hmm. what got jamie lee curtis uh into it because apparently the original opening of the film was a scene where it was going to be her granddaughter like running through the streets of haddonfield and then she like runs back to her house goes up to her bedroom and then she opens up like a closet very much like the original closet from the original film and then turns on the light bulb and that's like when the title would have started just kind of like we've all come full circle and it's like oh, you know so mm-hmm. i just love that mm-hmm. and of course they did not do that it's now the mental health. but right lovely right. idea lovely idea um but apparently she instead they start the movie with uh you and me <laughs> doing our podcast yeah. <laughs> First of all, like, here we are with these fucking podcasters. What's happening here? <laughs> Don't make me that man. Because <laughs> I'm like, what budget do y'all have for this podcast? Like, who who are y'all making right? this through? Um, this is NPR. Um, Three thousand dollars like, of petty why, cash. Why does he have Michael um, Myers' mask in his bag? Like, how is that even just like allowed? Like, there were, you know, I love this movie, but there are a couple things where I'm like, I get it, it's a movie, I'll let, I'll let it go. <laughs> but, Those podcasters are boys, so like, stupid. They die, right? Like, <laughs> that's the worst thing I thought. We are so we're dumb. So um, like, we're duffing it up. We are so uh, stupid. <laughs> um oh uh john carpenter who disagreed with the remake's portrayal uh of the of the rob zombie films of michael myers planned on helping the studio with this next film so that he could make it more terrifying than the preceding sequels i think it helped a lot i think it was a good sign that he was allowed to come back and actually have a say like he was brought back into the conversation i think it's probably what helped this Mm -hmm. a lot other than it was you could just tell the people making it wanted it to be good like they were not doing it as a cash grab like they weren't trying to get rich off the halloween f- i mean they've made some money off it. um but they they right. were fan they were like horror nerds that just wanted to make a good sequel like, I, I really felt like it was guys going god man i wish there could actually be a good sequel to halloween wouldn't that be <laughs> be great like just just keep yeah. it simple and i think that's what's so great it's keep such it a, concise it's such a clean movie it's it's very yeah i mean yes i guess some of it isn't exactly like breaking barriers with like originality maybe but there's something about it just being a clean you know killer chase slasher film that just has actual interesting stuff going on um because there's you know god forbid a character a female character over the age of 55 that's like empowered and like strong um we did that (laughs) in a horror movie um (laughs) So yeah, I just I liked I liked uh, Lori's granddaughter's. I, what's her fucking her, her, 
granddaughter allison allison it's like what the hell it's some generic girl name her i like her friends (laughs) okay i will say that because it's a horror movie Mm -hmm. or any movie if you're a teen you're only allowed to have two friends so that kind of bothered me i was like why this seems like she seems like a nice girl why can they only speak to two people i know they have to keep cast size small or whatever but like (laughs) budget doesn't allow for friend groups but the I will say these are some pretty pretty nice friends considering, considering the whole series. Where like where we started with Lori's friends in nineteen seventy eight were awful people. Like, no, yeah, kill them. Like kill kill, kill them. Girl in the in the um, laundry room. We don't care. We don't care. She's the worst. She got fully <laughs> naked in a child's house for no reason. Um. Whereas the polar opposite, her well, she also I will say positive that she has both a female and a male friend, um, that happen to be together. It's but a, like, still, I was like, all right, I'm cool. And her and her, um, her and her I don't know if I would hang out with Dave. Gender flipping, you know, Halloween costumes. Right, and she's like, "You're so and hot," and I was point. like, "Yes." Yeah. Like, how far we have come. Uh, did you notice any of the little like I'm sh- I mean I'm sure you did all the little Easter eggs that they <laughs> included in this film? Yeah, I mean, there's I mean, there's so many. That. What are some of your favorites? Oh, oh no! Oh, I'll go, Don't I'll put go me on the spot like well, that. <laughs> I noticed that they were, they had the silver shamrock of masks. And yeah, that I yes. And also, this was more something I had confirmed as I was thinking about it during the movie, and then I I had it confirmed me. Apparently, the gas station that the ugh, podcasters get murdered at was an almost exact replica <laughs> of the set for the gas station from Halloween Four, which I did think looked very similar. Mm-hmm. It's just like that gas station. Yes. Um. Yeah. There's so many little things. Yeah, I mean, um, there's, so, there's a lot. There's a lot like there's that. Lot. There's so like like. And, and when you see them, especially after having watched all yeah. of the other movies up until this point, uh, you can go, oh, that, which really it's, I'm kind of mad at myself that I can't, it's all kind oh, of blending it like, together. There's almost so much uh, that it's hard to like pick them out because some of it was like, oh, that's like the shirt that the girl wore in the first movie or like, oh, that's the sheet over the person. You know, like it's, it's, it's a lot. Right. Yeah. It's like, oh, we'll make reference to um, uh, Brad. <laughs> I think was his yeah, his yeah, name yeah. with the sheet ghost, sheet and then uh, Lori Lori dressed the exact same way for yeah. her first shot as her first costume, and she has the same haircut. And I was like, "Is that a wig? If it's a wig, it's a really good <laughs> wig." Uh, but I think she grew her hair out. Uh, maybe it's hard to sell because I couldn't yeah, clock it if like, it was a wig. A wig? It's a it really good wig. Good. But I was like, "No wonder she's stuck from the trauma." in herself from 1978 which would make sense that she wears the exact same thing and she cut her hair the same way yeah um Curtis, i just love how seriously she takes this character whenever she plays her. yes because i i watched this doc this uh behind the scenes thing with her and she was just giving this entire backstory on Lori that i went yeah that all checks out and also wow that really makes it more interesting she said you know I feel like Lori probably went back to school the day after the events of Halloween because her family tried to just make her like forget about everything, like move forward. And she said, I predict that she 
you know, eventually had an eating disorder at one point, probably dated a bunch of abusive men, ended up with a child, wasn't ready to be a parent, had, like, her parents probably died young, so she's been, like, on her own, like, just had this entire, you know, entire life story of Laurie Strode, and the way she, like, pieced it to where exactly the film starts, I went, well, that's, that's fucking cool. I can't wait to watch it. Yeah. I will say, if you watch only Jamie Lee Curtis as Laurie Strode throughout the entire series, it is consistent. Mm-hmm. She always like, takes it through. It doesn't matter that Halloween H2O didn't happen. Yeah. Um, or Halloween H2K.com didn't happen. Michael Myers. Uh, <laughs> that Laurie Strode is the same Laurie Strode in this Halloween. Well, she, um, like an H2O, Laurie reacts more by fleeing and, and being in denial, whereas this one, it's the opposite, where it's she is ultra-prepared. Like, she's... Right. She's, she's like those survivalist people, but it's with Michael Myers. It's, it's not with the end of the world. It, it's with uh, Michael Myers. It's with Michael Myers, which is totally justified. You know, she was prepared. Like this, She's prepared. For this movie, I'm like, she's fucking ready. <laughs> I am I'm I'm not gonna lie, super jealous of her security systems. Right, she's sad. I would love a gate like in front of my house that I could be like, who are you? No. We'll give you I'm sorry. You know what's the most unrealistic thing in this entire movie? When the podcasters offer three thousand dollars. I'm like you don't have a budget of three thousand dollars just for that money. Like, would you please? I I don't care if you work for like CNN. Give me a break. So that was well. Everything about them was kind of like, come on, Mary. That's not how that's gonna like, go. No, that's not it. The psychiatrist who I mean, spoilers. Uh, later, you find out is very fucked up um that was the twist would not would not allow the whole psychiatric hospital would not allow you a to get that close to michael myers or b hold up his mask (laughs) within the fucking box you know it's my favorite one of my favorite lines of the movie even though I think it's a great script but i just went like that's a funny line is when he goes up to jamie lee curtis for time she's like ah the new loomis (laughs) <laughs> just like how long how long has Lewis been dead it's just the guy's like how dare you <laughs> I've been how dare you it's been dead since 96 bitch yes She's like ah oh, the new Loomis. it is 2018 the new Lewis uh, still living in the well, shadow he... of Lewis I'm just like oh, you know maybe that's where all of his stuff stems from I mean I like to think that she did that to bring him down oh, a probably. peg because he walks up to her creepy as Fuck. Like it's you. Um, and she's like, I know. Who oh, fuck you are. <laughs> Laurie Strode. I've read everything about you, and she's just like, Oh, you're nothing to it's me, like, bitch, little man. I dare you to come in my house. Uh, <laughs> you know what else? <laughs> I, I dare think you to come so in my satisfying house. about this movie is after what? just watching the the Rob Zombie films, this film is like the polar opposite with uh, treatment of women. I feel like all the women are the smartest. <laughs> like uh yes. the most level-headed characters in these films and they're all like it's finally a film about like yeah like fighting back against these like masked male predator characters just, there's something just very satisfying about watching this yes and also like it uh very very light touches of um vilifying 
microaggressions in men. Yeah. Like uh, Ray, Judy Greer's husband, being like, I don't need your help, Grandma. Yeah. I can take care of my own house. And then he very much cannot. No. Or like... <laughs> or when uh, Allison calls out her fucking friend, like, dude, like, I just broke up with my boyfriend. Like, why are you coming? I don't want to kiss me? you. Fuck off me. Yeah, like, I just... just because, like, just because I'm not with him does not mean I want you. I just like that films now, or I've seen it on a couple TV shows and stuff, are now really discussing the idea of bad, like, in the future. I, I'm in the future. <laughs> I, I've in got the thought. I have a lot to say. I had too much cold <laughs> brew, so I it's not insane. No, I feel like in films and in TV in the past, you would always see these guys that had crushes on these girls, and it's almost like they were entitled to them. Like they would just end mm-hmm. up with them. And I feel like you're finally seeing films and TV shows where the women are like, "Hey, like I'm not into you, and I'm not obligated to be into you because you were nice to me. Like you should just be nice right. to me because you're, I'm a human being and you're a human being. But I don't. I'm not obligated to kiss you." Like, I right. feel like that's just I feel like back in the day. It was always like, oh, I'll give him a kiss since he was so sweet and so nerdy to me. I don't want to fuck him, but he's so nice. <laughs> like, no, no. If you don't want that day, no. If you don't want that day, don't even, don't even do it. No, um, you don't have to. Yeah, I just like that. The, all, all of the Strode women were just uh, so. Oh no, I love. It. First of all, Judy Greer. When I found out that Judy Greer was going to be the the daughter. I was very excited because she is one of my favorite character actresses of all time. <laughs> yes, I love Judy Greer. I've like I've loved her since she was Fern Mayo in Jawbreaker, and I've I've never like a God. Fern Mayo. Violet. Everybody, Violet, <laughs> you know, Vi- Violet, Violet. <laughs> I can't help it, Courtney. They love to hate me. Just you know, I've loved her forever. <laughs> um, and so her in this was I thought I just it was so. I don't think it was so smart, but it was just all the dialogue was actually not garbage for once. Like it was just such, it was such a shift in quality level from the previous like mm-hmm. three films that I think it was probably just that. I went, wow, this is the most uh good film since even H2O, and it's better than H2O, I would say even say. So yeah, yeah I just well, I could just gush. Um this did make $255 million worldwide, making it the highest grossing film in the franchise. Two wow. sequels, Invited Halloween, Entitled, guys, I can talk. Invited. I'll do it. I can talk. I'll do it. I'll talk. Entitled <laughs> Halloween Kills and Halloween Ends are scheduled to be released on October 15th, 2021 and October 14th, 2022. Ah. What? 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 Why? I don't know. This was such a satisfying conclusion. I know. I will. I have. I have some little tidbits. You want tidbits? Give me some tidbits. On August twenty sixth, twenty nineteen, it was announced that Anthony Michael Hall would join the cast as Tommy Doyle, and on August thirtieth, twenty nineteen, it was announced that Kyle Richards would reprise her role as Lindsay Wallace from the original film. No. Yeah. What is that? What is? What is? What's the hot take here? I'm watching it. I'll go for it. <laughs> I mean, we've okay, but we have we've gone on this journey together. We have experienced the fact the that, that can without made. Laurie Strode, mm-hmm. there is no Halloween movie. Yeah. Well, so well, I guess she's still around. Yeah, she didn't die. Yeah, well, you don't know. She might have died. Oh, I think she left. She might have bled out. 
Well, let's not she hope got, for that. She got stabbed. Um, I think she's probably alive. I think she'll probably. What's the thing? I feel like she would almost have to stay around until at least the third film. Because otherwise, you get into the. You run the risk of, wait, but Lori's dead, so who cares? <laughs> it's like if, if Sidney Prescott ever got killed in a Scream movie, I'd be like, oh. Right. Okay. Oh, okay. This is the end. So we're done. So, so we're going to call, call a wrap. Yeah, I am definitely here. I have, I have the mixed brain of well, I'm I'm curious that they want to make sequels, but it also sounds like they had this full arc of where they wanted to go with this, like from the beginning, and even originally mm-hmm. they were going to make like two movies back to back until finally they went, maybe we should like see how the movie goes and see like you know what we need to maybe adjust for the future blah 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 but so at least sounds like we have a a strong vision it's not that the studio went to them and said hey how about a sequel like they i heard kind of pitched it as a trilogy like out the gate so hopefully that means they have an interesting way of going at least we have the same writers and producers and everything returning so it's it's all that same uh intent behind it from my from what i get from it Uh, so okay but I, I won't lie. I'm, I'm definitely like, oh, can it ever be as good as what this was? Like, should this have just been it? Capital. I guess we'll see. I guess we shall see. I mean, I experienced a lot of uh, sequel disappointment, yeah. especially recently. <laughs> um, like, I really loved, I loved It Chapter One. Uh-huh. Uh, <sighs> and I was really excited for It Chapter Two. Right. And then I went and saw it and I went, oh. What a disappointment! Very, How sad I, I am. I was very upset by that movie. I was, well, there was. I was very upset. Well, by that there movie. was a there was a scene early in that movie that I know is in the book. People have told me it's in the book. Um, where it was it was the gay couple that gets like vicious. Yes, I just ugh, and I know it's in the book. I know it's there's a whole backstory. It just felt very vicious at the time, which I know is partially the point. So I don't even know what I'm trying to say, but it felt very like. Ooh, could have really used a uh, you know, gay hate crime violence trigger on that rating. Would have been really great yeah. to see that because it was just very. And so, uh, well, if it was just more of a consistent idea yeah. throughout, like in the book, you see this. Uh, first, it's racism, and then it's homophobia mm-hmm. when they get to the eighties, um, and how uh, it's or well, I'll say Pennywise because it's easier to no, yeah. hear Pennywise's effect on Dairy Maine yeah. uh, creates this air of hatred and anger and uh, that sort of thing, which, you know, it manifests in racism and mm. um, homophobia. But to have it, I was like, I'm, I'm kind of glad you included it, but also, but it's the first time you included it. So it made us feel why? like you just, it, it, yeah, I think that was the thing. Like if I had gotten all of that, nuance with it i might have mm-hmm. had a different take but at the time it felt like wow you're really lingering on the scene aren't you and also just <laughs> think oh i'm so glad all these straight filmmakers are telling taking this moment to right try again anyway, anyway, this is this is not about it this but is, yeah we're not talking about it yeah, too but, but i'm just too, saying, too. I, I didn't like it as much yeah and i that's what i worry about yeah. um with any sequels to this i th- i just I, especially when they you know, were after, good and you're like but you did yeah. it good you did it well you did it good you don't need to do anymore right. you putting you you're doing too much <sighs> you can just you know 
I mean, I'm excited for more Jamie. You could just Curtis. let things be. I'm excited for that. Mm-hmm. I love the script to this. It's the same writer. Uh, so, uh, you know, I, I'm, 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 I'll go there. I'll, I, I think it's. <laughs> we'll get Kyle, Kyle Richards. Uh, you know, <laughs> we got all, we got a whole thing. Um, Anthony Michael <laughs> Hall. What fun! So what fun? You know. So who knows? Um, oh, it, you know, I, w- other weird trivia. I read about the intro sequence that in order to achieve the um, effect of the pumpkin rising up again, they literally just placed a camera in front of a pumpkin for weeks and let it rot away and then just played back the footage. Over. Oh, it was great. Love that. Love that. It was like, ooh, symbolism. Ooh, this is exactly what I want. You know, first you have the pumpkin and then the pumpkin's rotted, but it's coming back to life yeah. because Michael Myers is coming because back to life. Back. Because Michael is the pumpkin. Michael is the pumpkin. Um. So how scary was this compared to all the others? There were things that took me by surprise. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Um, they make you wait for that last appearance of him in the house, too, when she's like going through the house and locking up all the drones. Oh, I mean, I understand that she uses mannequins for target practice, uh-huh. but many questions arise from that. <laughs> A- where did you get them? B. Questions? Why do you keep them in your house? Yeah. Uh, if 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 her whole life, her whole life since Halloween 1978 yeah. has been built around protecting herself in her home, protecting her daughter, whatever, yeah. uh, from Michael Myers, why would you fill your house with faceless shapes of people? <laughs> Literal shapes. Literal shapes. Oh, these uh, are my shapes. These are the shapes. Uh, these, oh, these, these are my shapes. I got this shape from J.C. Penny in 1998. They were done with their man. Mother Darling says we need to keep more shapes. <laughs> I only have six shapes in this room. <laughs> <laughs> like I, mean, I don't know if it's just to like be like decoys for him if he ever were to come in. Like him be like, ooh, ooh, ooh where is everybody? I can't, there's so many people in this room. no yeah definitely weird it also just like talk about trigger warning for yourself for the rest of your life it's always like walking through i'm like oh, okay. like oh it's a mannequin okay, no it's a mannequin <sighs> oh god yeah um yeah, scary. I would say it was definitely scarier than um, a, a, a many of them. I was actually like mm-hmm. scared. I was actually like having an actual scare fest, which is what I want from these movies. <laughs> well, I will also say that while the deaths in this movie are very brutal, mm-hmm. like very brutal, yeah. they also feel really real as yes. well. Like it it doesn't feel like that uh kind of plasticky 80s i'm stabbing you through the throat yeah, thing yeah. i'm like that looks like you stabbed that person through the throat which he does a couple oh, times God. and <laughs> and i'm like ooh ooh and they somehow were vicious but not um i don't want to say not bloody there was definitely gore but it wasn't um it didn't have the rob zombie sheen to it or like Halloween resurrection sheen to it. It at least felt no, because somewhat more Michael wrong. Myers is still he's he came back hard as the king of aesthetic. He's like, I'm gonna leave this body this way. I'm gonna leave this body this way. He pinned Michael people Myers, to the wall again. <laughs> Here is my art installation. I call this one Dad Who Should Have Stayed in the Car. Mm-hmm. Um 
I call this one stepdad in the closet. <laughs> oh, wait, he wasn't stepdad. He was a dad dad. Oh, He's dad dad. Was he a dad dad? Um, dad. <laughs> yeah. I'm always like, we don't know what Ray's story is. To get that man's body in that closet. Who knows? That's what I want. I want a deleted scene where she can just hear him like audibly stuffing something into the closet. <laughs> like, oh, what's in that closet? <laughs> oh, you know what else is a good reveal? When you think it's a pumpkin in that guy's lap, it's actually a hollowed out fucking head. <gasps> That was a whew. How did he do that, King of Aesthetic? He, he can hollow out a brain in two minutes flat. <laughs> he, he got in there, man. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I did think like, wow, he did that fast. You know, Michael. He's you know, so strong. He nothing if he's not an artist. He has up in the side. He's an artist. Um. So <laughs> we've gone through a whole journey. Yes. How would you rank the films um, from good good to worst? Okay. Okay. So always and forever, my number one is the first one. Yes. Then I might. Mm, it's it tricky. Yeah, it does. It gets, it gets tricky. Uh, I think I will put, you know, I'm just going to say it cause I like heart Josh Hartnett. I'm, it's going to be Halloween, Halloween H2O. Mm -hmm. Then Halloween 2018. So far, we're the same. Um, then maybe Season of the Witch. Same. That'd be mine. And because at least it's it's something. It's it's not just a. Like it's nonsense. something. Then. Oh. Yeah, I guess it gets harsh in there. <laughs> Halloween. Uh, Maybe Halloween too, because nothing happens. So it's not that offensive yeah. plot wise. It's just kind of boring. It's just kind of boring. And then four and five are kind of tied because they're the same yeah, they're, movie. They're, they're one thing. And then then Rob Zombie's couplet is the next ones. Yeah. yeah. And then six. Yeah. Yeah. Eight's flat. And <laughs> Resurrection, <laughs> you're dead. You burnt. Uh, like no one wants, yeah, no one wants you. Um, like I think the worst one is uh, is H2K MichaelMyers.com um, Halloween I, Resurrection. I, justice for that title. That should have been the title of the movie. That, I, <laughs> oh MichaelMyers.com. Give me a break. Or was it H2K? Come on, H2K. Someone needed to have more guts. Someone was too. They were too cowardly to do the right thing. Be ballsy. Yeah. Be bold. Well, so we have the same ranking. Oh wow! Okay, yeah, that's fine. That's 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 it. Um, do you know how many people Michael killed throughout the entire franchise? Um, let me. I'm gonna guess. guess. I'm gonna guess. Okay. Oh wait, he like mows down people in Halloween too. <laughs> so maybe two hundred, two hundred and thirteen people. Oh, baby, not quite that much, but like I okay, we give you points for for going for it. Um, according, I mean, you know, give or take a couple of bodies that are off camera. Uh, over uh -huh. the entire franchise, he has killed a hundred and twenty three people. Okay, so not, I mean, it's a it's a big margin, <laughs> so not that many. <laughs> but you know, I think I'm just assuming. I I assume a lot of death that we don't see. Mm -hmm. yeah, that's the thing. I was like, well, that we that we saw that we saw 123. 123. That's what it says. But you know, someone could have done bad research, and you know, 
This is from IMDb. We should have been keeping count. We should have, you know, next time. (laughs) Next time. Well, here's what we'll do. Let's just go back, watch them all again. A trip back to Haddonfield. (laughs) Kill count. Uh, Last last question for this last episode. Where Um, do you predict the sequels going? I would hope somewhere completely different. Mm -hmm. Take me to another island. I have watched the death of babysitters and young women trying to get it on over and over and daughters being, you know, like hunted and and children being hunted. I don't want to see that anymore. Give me something else. Give me like a copycat killer. Give me, uh, I don't know, psychological trauma and dealing with that or just like the constant paranoia, which is where I kind of thought we were going to go with, um, this one and yes she is paranoid but obviously she's not one where it's like we don't know he's dead but we don't know he's alive like um i'm sure that'll dealing with dealing with Lori's fallout of finally getting her um meeting with with michael again and it's still not being enough to the best it did not it did not not go go the the best. best um you know you know my favorite point of the whole movie is is when uh judy greer like you find out like all of her training was being used in that last scene to like fake out michael and then she shoots him and says gotcha and those some people oh that was I thought that was great <laughs> i mean my favorite part of the movie has to be when Lori pulls the michael move and oh, disappears yes um but judy greer being like mom please i can't help gotcha that's I, that's that's it come on that's i mean that's why you say yes to the script for that line yes and you know that Jamie Lee Curtis was really into that, like, and then I'll be behind him oh, yeah. and one light will come up on my face and I'll be like, happy Halloween, Michael. Like, yeah, like, yes. Fucking, it's like everything. You, what's what I wanted or what I loved about H2O at the time of H2O that was like, yeah, she's going back to fight. She's searching for him. Like, you know, I, I loved that. So a return to that was great. I guess my only thing for me um, I did hear the sequel is supposed to be very bloody. Is is a lot more kills, much more kills. But there were so many kills yeah, in this one. Even more, more kills. kills. Um, my only thing is, I feel like this movie. I mean, life is you know ever evolving, ever changing, but it kind of reached a very natural, healthy conclusion for them as a family unit. Like they, you know, yeah. there had been some healing, some understanding of where they'd come from so i just wonder i don't know two more movies like i they must really have something they want to do um yeah it's got to be something um and like tommy and Lindsay coming back i'm just kind of like i wonder if we're gonna focus on like their trauma from that night like if the sequel goes into that element of it and it gets laced right. in i mean i guess there's stuff to, i mean i know that seems to be like the thing they really want to explore is you know horror movies do the horror version of post-traumatic stress but it you know mm-hmm. doesn't really ever go into a very real uh place at least in my experience what i've seen no so it's like they're actually trying to the more they stick with truth the scarier it'll be which i agree so i wish right. them the best i say don't fuck it up don't fuck it you up did great don't fuck it up you know don't trip you you've crossed the finish line yeah. now you're just taking a victory lap don't don't fuck it up yeah you've 
done a victory lap. Well, because even this one, I did read that they did test screenings and they um, did reshoots. Like, it wasn't like it just came out of the can perfect. Like, they had to do some tweaks to it. Because apparently the ending was very different originally. What? How? Originally, did he get up? No, in the original one, um, they didn't have the whole thing in the basement or whatever. It was like he stabbed her in like the yard in front of the house, and then right when he was about to kill Lori, he gets shot with a like a bow and crossbow thing by either Allison or her daughter. I can't remember, and then. Mm. They slink off to go get to safety, and then he slumps down to where all the mannequins are, and then it just apparently was just like him sitting on a stump with these dead mannequins, and you just heard his mask, like you know, his heavy breathing, like slow until it stopped. Yeah, very that <laughs> implying that he had died, like maybe he finally died. Um, I think the ending is better. I think the change they made was the the right choice. Well, the ending felt very reminiscent of what they tried to do at the end of Halloween 2. Mm-hmm. When they were like, yeah. here's what's happening. We're going to blow the motherfucker <laughs> up. He's dead. Let it go. I was just like, this house? Fuck this house. Guess it's time to Fuck blow this up house. this house. Have you seen the p- paneling? Just fuck this house. Jesus, Karen, you really think I'm going to leave up paneling from the 70s? Honey. Now, honey, this is my murder house. Like, I got it. This is my murder house. I have garage doors installed on every door. I do like, wonder what next for Lori. She has destroyed her home. Like, you know, she's the she, well, she's obviously going to go live yeah. in that very beautiful <laughs> suburban house with her daughter. Well, there's extra space. Since you know, husband just died. Husband, husband is dead. He's, He's dead. useless. He's freshly dead. Um, freshly dead. Freshly dead. Yeah, I hope they get it right. I love it so much. Love it. It's hard to say what they will do. I hope it's good. Yeah. I well, this has been, I have to say, of a grand, a grand journey through all of these movies. Uh, it yes, I've, what a wonderful adventure! What a lovely adventure! I'm officially a completist with this series. It's everything I thought was the strongest and the weakest has pretty much stayed where I thought they were. Yes, nothing has blown my mind or yours. Yeah, the only things that I was just like, kind of like, whoa, was the Rob Zombie films and the insanity of six and eight, which just sandwiched between this great movie, but before and after, just, ugh, baby. Right, um, correct. I don't know if I've said this, but I remember when I watched Resurrection after H2O, even when like the titles came up, I went, uh-oh, this looks cheaper. <laughs> yes you, you can like see it you're like oh this looks Ooh, uh oh <laughs> which might sound like what do you mean it's just some letters but no no, 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 no. no you know you know you know if you've seen enough horror movies you know when it you looks know true. um well Devin, thank you so much for going on this this trip through haddonfield out of haddonfield back to haddonfield all around Haddonfield, all over to Myers Santa Maria masks. or whatever. Yeah, all the final girls. Um, all the final girls. All of the Paul Rudd of it all. The Paul Joseph Rudd. Gordon-Levitts. Yeah, what have we gained from this franchise? We gained Paul Rudd. We gained... Um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yeah, Octavia Spencer. <laughs> Let us not forget Octavia Spencer. Um, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah, we got her. Like, I wouldn't have true lies without... Uh, Halloween, so it's all come together. Right. Um, yeah, you know, uh, 
maybe in the future when these other movies come out we'll come back and talk about them because why not we'll take another trip to Haddonfield and this was such a fun time I'm almost thinking of doing another series in the future where we go through another horror franchise I would love that we shall see well everyone this has been a trip to Haddonfield it is now as of when you're listening to this, the day before Halloween. So have an ooky spooky Halloween. Don't get crazy. Uh, You should be doing this every Halloween, but wear a mask. (laughs) Wear a mask. It's the perfect day to wear a mask, y'all. It's like the dress code. So yeah, Uh, I never know how to say goodbye. So I'm just gonna say bye, David. Bye, Zach. Well, listeners, that is officially a wrap on A Trip to Haddonfield. Devin and I had so much fun recording this. I think we will absolutely be doing another horror collaboration in the future because this was such a fun time. And I would also want to give, again, another shout out to Joey Gentili for special bonus content for the finale. We learned a lot. You know, over this film franchise, we have... Uh, had false starts, changes in tone, changes in director, many cast changes, and I think we have ended in a solid place. There were some definite highs and some definite low lows. But I will say, through it all, we have had the laughter between Devin and I, which I think with any horror franchise, you have to accept that some are going to be winners and some not so much. But I just want to wish everyone a happy and safe Halloween. I hope that everyone has a great time, but also a safe time. I want to give one last shout out to White Bat Audio for this lovely spooky music you are hearing and that you've heard during this entire series. And if you want to follow Devin, you can follow her at Devin Ray on Instagram. You can watch her YouTube show, Good Luck with Sam and Dev. That is on YouTube. They also have an Instagram at Good Luck with Sam and Dev. You can follow this pod at In Another World Pod on Instagram or at IAW Podcast on Twitter. If a trip to Haddonfield was your first introduction to this pod, I do hope you will stick around as I will have more fun content starting next week. So I hope you all have a fabulous and spooky holiday, and I will be back here next Wednesday with new episodes. Happy Halloween, everybody. Look out for Michael Myers. You know, he's, he's still alive. <laughs>